Olympics and, and all that. But I really, I, lately I just haven't been getting that. It's just, um, I'm just always kind of off and on, all week, talking to the Lord and, and reading Bible. And, and so, you know, I just like to share what I get. So here's my thought today. There's always another side to something. It's always a, like a brighter side. And it's, and it's, not, this, it's not just this positive thinking where, where um, you know, you just emotionally tell yourself it's going to be better. No, it, it has some basis of biblical truth behind it. But it's always a, a brighter side. I was, I was, she's not here. I can talk about it. I was telling Courtney that, that you know, uh, after she had her accident, here's the brighter side. I could be going back and forth to the hospital with you right now, you know. You could have killed some, you know, the people in the other car could have got killed. I mean, it's always an, another side. So I was talking to my sister-in-law and pray, pray for my, my, my family in California. You remember, my brother went down in the beginning of May of last year, and he's still not up yet. So imagine all that time and all that care that's been going in for him. And it, and it gets really heavy. I mean, it's to the point where I mean, think about it. I mean, I can only imagine from him because imagine if your mind is totally working, but your body's not listening. And then imagine for my sister-in-law, my mother, and my, my, my nephews, it's like, okay, we got to support this. You know, so he, can, he can't go to the bathroom without aid. He can't eat without help. He can't go to therapy without someone being there. He can't go up the steps without. So imagine that for way over a year. And I'm like, man, so what is the brighter side in that? Well, there's always one. You know, but when we're in the middle of stuff, it's hard to find that other side. It's, it's, it's hard to find that, wait a minute, this is so bad. I'm just trying, I just want to encourage people today. I, you know, it, it, I, this word is actually going to be encouraging. You know, because there's always, a, it always can be worse, man. I mean, I mean, man, Ken, we just did a funeral Thursday, and I was sitting there, I was sitting there, I was standing there doing the funeral, and I was like, you know, this is really bad. When someone leaves unexpectedly when they're not supposed to, it's really bad. But it's like, okay, what is the bright side in this? It's, it's, I can't really find one, God. And he's like, you can always find one. It's always, it's always another side to what you're going through. You know? and, and what it really is, it's just the emotional content that you put into it. It's just emotionally, you just, you get so spent and you get so tired and you get so, and I get it. I totally understand that. It's, but it's, it's the emotional piece that really just overwhelms you. And emotions are, listen, emotions are very God-given. I was telling this to my sister-in-law. Have your emotions, that's, God gave them to us. Emotions are bad. Emotions are the way that he, the things that he put into us so we can express ourselves, so we can have communication, so we can have relationship. You can't do that without emotion. Amen. Right? So he's, he got, and then God has emotions. He tells us all the time. Right? He says, these things I hate, these things I love, that angers me, this makes me, this makes me happy. So God has emotions also. So, but emotions out of control is when it gets bad. When, when emotions begin to overwhelm you to the point where you can't function and you can't think, that's when it gets kind of dangerous. So it's like your situation is looking you in the face and you're giving it an emotional response, mm -hmm. you know, to what you're dealing with. And it seems like the end of the world. And it's really not. If you step back for a second, it's really not the end of the world. Everybody say amen. amen. 
It's like you gotta, but see, you gotta, you gotta literally to see you're in the thing and you're in the thick of it. And what you have to do is just step back for a step out of it for a second, and then just look at it Amen. calmly. I lost my truck key yesterday, and I'm like, where the heck is my key? And 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 everybody who knows me, I, I get like I'm anal about stuff like that. If I lose something or I can't sleep, it's like it's like or if I break something, I can't. I'm not good till it's fixed. I'm just so focused like that. And, and I lost my key, and I'm like, where is my truck key? And I put it in the same spot every time. Now I got a spare, but I'm like, I need that key. Amen. Amen. So I'm like, I'm like, Taryn, I'm like, where is it? Am I spending my pocket with pants that I wore yesterday? Oh my God, did I wash it? I mean, all this stuff is going in my mind. And then all of a sudden, I just said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Lord. Let me step back. Where is my key? Amen. And I just stood there for a second. And I go, it's in the armrest of my truck. <laughs> and I go in there and I open it up and there it was. Amen. I, it, I never put it there. But it dawned on me. I remember yesterday when we were pulled up, we were taking groceries in the house. My, I had my key in my hand and I was getting something out of the armrest and it fell out of my hand and I just left it there. But it took the moment of stepping, first calming down, mm -hmm. and then stepping away from it, and then asking the Lord. Yep. Yep. And then we'll go, man, you ask the Lord where your key is? Yeah, it bothers me. <laughs> I, the Bible says acknowledge him in all your ways. Everybody amen. Say amen. Amen. So it's like, man, I'm always going, Lord. I'm, so I just went, like, where is my key? Lord, where's my key? And two <laughs> seconds later, it's in the armrest, dummy. <laughs> Step out of it for a minute. Breathe. I've been telling people, so many people lately, just breathe for a second. Just Amen. wait a minute. Give it a second. Amen. Step out of it and just hold on a second. It, I know it seems like the end. It's really not. 2 Corinthians 4. Let me read some Bible so you so you think I know what I'm talking about. 2 Corinthians 4. Christine, you read? I am. Verse 16. Come on. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Listen, we don't never give up. We, you, you see, your Christian walk has, a, a, it, it, it can depreciate, yeah. it can actually go away. Yeah. It, it, it does, it, 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 if you don't feed it, you will lose it. Everybody say amen. Amen. And it, says, it just simply says, Chris, it says we never give up. It says, therefore, we never give up. We don't lose heart. What, what is the, therefore, because of Christ, we don't lose heart. We never, we never, we never stop keeping on. Amen. No matter what the circumstance, no matter what the situation is, oh, people give all glory to God when everything is good. Yeah. Or some people ignore God when everything is good. Mm -hmm. And then when everything is bad, they go to the Lord and they go, Lord, everything is bad. I just need you to fix it. All right? and, and he's okay with that. But he's not okay with that if that's the only time you talk to him. Amen. Imagine someone who always comes to you every time they're in need. And I know you know people like that. Amen. They don't never call you if they just, just say hi. And they always call you with a hi first, but you go, what do you want? 
Because you don't ever call me without wanting something. Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. And so how does it make you feel? Man, it's like, man, you don't never call me just to say, hey, you always want something. And then I can't help but think, where did we get that from? We got it from the Lord. Because when he created us, he created us to what? To be loved and to give love. Amen. Hallelujah. God was lonely, and he was sick of these angels and all this stuff flying around. And he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create somebody so I can love and they can love me back. So imagine going to someone who you love only when you want something. Do you really love them or do you just need them? Mm-hmm. So here it is, Chris. We don't ever give up. You got to make it up in your mind saying, I'm not going to give up. Come on now, every man, amen, somebody. Amen. Because your eternity is in jeopardy. Come on, Chris, move on. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet it means though our bodies are getting old, <laughs> <laughs> gradually dying. I mean, it's like, man, I, I am on the other side of the hill now. And I'm thinking, man, I'm, I'm just going to go out with a bang. Go out with a bang. I'm, I'm going to go out with guns a-blazing, man. I mean, I'm not going to live another 59 years. Not going to happen. So I'm just going to go out, boom. I'm going I'm to, whoo, boy. Because, you know, half my life is over. And my body is telling me that sometimes. I was mm -hmm. talking to Mark in the net yesterday, and we were talking about, and Julian was there, we were talking about pizza, and I'm like, Julian's like, Dad can't eat pizza anymore. No, when you get older, your body will be like, no, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And you better listen. Everybody say amen now. Amen. And man, you give me three slices of pizza, I'm toasted. My heart's beating fast. <laughs> my head's spinning. I can't do it. You put too much butter on my popcorn at the movies, oh, man, I get crazy. I'm, a, I'm, like, I'm walking to the truck sideways. When you get older, your body is going to say no. Yep. Amen. Nope. Amen. Can't do that anymore. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't do it. And you better listen because it is closer and closer to the grave. Come on, everybody say amen now. Amen. I told you this is going to be inspiring. Uh, uh, next verse. Or wherever you're at. Come on. Yeah, inwardly we are being renewed day by day. But on our inside, hallelujah, we're renewed every day. Yes, Lord. I always think about Maryland with this because Maryland, she don't get around like she used to. I remember Maryland used to run machines at work, you know, and and, and, and I know Marilyn can't do any of that no more, but man, on her inside, hallelujah. Hallelujah. She's constantly renewed, yep. just constantly, yep. always. Amen. You know, it's like, she, she, she's the perfect model for this verse. I'm not putting her in the grave. I'm just saying Marilyn ain't no, ain't no proms tomorrow in Marilyn's future, right? But what I am saying is that I remember her when she was working, and I see her now, but on her inside, Yes. She's still Maryland. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, so Lord. The Lord is renewing her and on the inside. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On the inside, Maryland's like 27. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the spirit. Everybody say amen. Amen. Now. So our bodies, they, they run out of gas. But man, I'm, our spirit, and that's the thing with my brother right now. Amen. Amen. On the inside, he's still him. He's the amen. guy that stands up, fire and brimstone, yes. preaching the word. Thank you, but Lord. But his body's not listening. Keep them in prayer. Everybody say amen. amen. Come on, Chris, where we at? For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an internal, eternal glory that Chris, far outweighs them all. on my light and momentary troubles. <laughs> it's like, it, 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 it makes it so, it, these little troubles that you're having, to you they sound so major, because they are. But really? Amen. 
Amen. Are they, are they really? I know your kids acting up. Is, is it really that bad? I know your money's a little tight right now. I, I get it, but is it really that bad? I mean, is there, see, step back and then look and go, man, it's always another side. It can be way worse. Amen. I think, I think, this is what I believe. I believe every American who's a Christian should go overseas and do, and do ministry overseas so they can see another way of life. When you see people praise the Lord more, better than you and they have nothing, mm -hmm. nothing. I know, I know people, I got pastors overseas who have people in their congregation who ride bikes 12 miles to get to church. And then when they get to church, it's not, it's not a, a comfortable environment at all. It, it might just be a canopy. Amen, somebody. Amen. With the heat kicking in, and I've already rode 12 miles, America's not going to church. Amen. If church is that kind of condition, Americans aren't going to go. Mm -hmm. It's not, not comfortable enough. I, mean, I remember we sent all this stuff over to, to, to uh, uh, Haiti, and I sent all these, these clothes, and the kids needed clothes. We, Went, got all these clothes, and we sent them over there. And it's like, man, they sent me back all these pictures of these little kids praising the Lord and everything. Listen, they, they don't know who the Detroit Pistons are. They right. just were thankful they had a new shirt. And, and I looked down at the pictures, and I could see the ground. And it, there is no ground. It was, it was all dirt. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they showed me pictures of the cafeteria, and they're trying to feed these kids. And, and they weren't getting the five-star breakfasts that we normally get. They were being thankful for what they got. And I'm thinking, man, this. Amen. It makes you step back and go, man, my life's really pretty good. I mean. Amen. I mean, I just hit a button and my garage went up. <laughs> I go in the house and then I go, man, it's a little warmer here. I just hit a button and the air cools it off some more. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy in the life that we live, if you really think about it. See, because Americans think that the world lives this way. The, the world is poverty. The world is really broke. The greater percentage of people to have money to, to, to don't have money, I'm telling you, it's way more people in this world that don't have money. Amen. And I'm saying there's tons of Christians all over the world and they're giving glory to God under circumstances that me and you would think he abandoned us. Right. Amen. Forgive us. Step back for a minute. Is it really that bad? I know you're thinking, you know, this is really big. And I'm saying, I'm not saying it's not. And, and trust me, I'll always be there to pray for you and, and give you some, some help or whatever I got to do to help you. But I mean, in your own mind, emotionally, step back for a second. Look at it. Look at the greater picture. It's like, man, I haven't visited anybody in the hospital and I don't know when. I know because of COVID, we couldn't go, but none of us went. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Think about it. None of us went. I mean, I think about it all the time. I'm like, man, okay. I'm thinking, you know, because I, I pass a friend a call. Yeah, we got this family's having this. This family's got this. This family's got heart problems. This family's got cancer. And I'm going, man, I think we're okay. Amen. We just got problems. Right. <laughs> we got little, little problems. Mm -hmm. On the grand scheme of things, 
it probably is little. But it's so much on your mind, you've made it so big. And then it's clouding your vision, and all you can see is this thing, you can't look around it. You got to step back away from it, and then look at the greater picture. I know this part isn't right, but look at all that's right. Amen. I, I know it ain't perfect, but man, are your kids in the hospital right now? Because hospitals are full of kids. Yep. Amen. I, I, I know it's not perfect, but it's, it's like, man, but, but man, are you still gaining weight because you eat too much? <laughs> I, I know it's not perfect. I know, I know it's not perfect, but man, it's like, man, it can be so much worse if we were. Because mm -hmm. I light a fiction. Chris, listen, it's, 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 it's a momentary trouble. Yes. And, it, and what it's doing is it's preparing us for this greater glory in eternity. Yes. See, the, the bigger picture, one, if you step way back and look, the bigger picture is, man, everything that you struggle with now, think about it, it's going to place you in eternity. When you struggle with sin, when you struggle with your mind, when you struggle to do the right things, when you struggle to, to, to be as holy as you can, and you go, man, it's such a struggle. I'm going, yeah, it is, but listen, you're, you're preparing your role for the bigger picture, which is eternity. Hallelujah. It, it means you're going to be spending, you're going to spend the rest of your existence, which will never end, by the way, in the presence of God. This life is going to end. Then all your troubles are going to be gone. Yep. People who pass away, it, 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 man, we, we think about it like this. Oh, we feel bad for them. I go, people who pass away in the Lord, oh, they feel sorry for us. Amen. We're the ones that stuck here. Mm -hmm. We're the ones that still got to pay bills, still got to put up with the world, still got to fight the devil, still got to fight your flesh, still got to put up with stupid people. Amen, somebody. <laughs> Still got to pay. You know, it's like, man, they're thinking I'm in the presence of God. I'm great because now my eternity, hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. It's like, man, I know you're going through some stuff. I know it's bothering you, but, but really, is it? This is, this is momentary. I mean, man, it's amazing how quick you get old. Amen. I got a lot of amen. I, got, I even got a you ain't lying, man. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like, man, do you, you, you get old so quickly. And then kids who are trying to grow up too fast, mm -hmm. I always tell them, why are you in such a hurry to grow up? Right, man. man, you got the time in your life. No male comes to the house with your name on it. <laughs> hey, man, you don't, you don't have to do anything but take your stinking little stuff to school. It's like you don't work for the shoes on your feet. You don't work for the clothes on your back. You don't buy groceries. You, when you click, leave all the lights on, you don't pay for them. <laughs> and it's like, man, you got an amazing life. Step back. Amen. Tell your kid every once in a while when they're acting up and they won't step back away from it. What could your life be? Hallelujah, mm -hmm. somebody. Hallelujah. You know that old saying, man, when I was young, hit them with that. <laughs> <laughs> when I was young, dude, I had one pair of shoes. That better last me for a while. You just, you know, you get new ones two weeks later because you tore the last ones up that I just bought. Mm -hmm. Step back. Is your life really bad? 
Make your kids step back when they driving you nuts. Everybody say amen. Amen. Let me get moving. Come on, Chris. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Chris, that don't even make sense. So we look at, we don't look at what we see. We look at what we can't see. Amen. It's just things that are seen, they don't last forever. But, so it's like, don't look at them. We may not look at it. It's in my face every day. I wake up with it. I eat lunch with it. I go to sleep with it. I wake up again. It's still there. The situation is in my face. I know it. Stop looking at it. Look at what you can't see. Because we don't walk by sight anyway. Apparently, we're supposed to walk by faith anyway. Hallelujah, somebody. So why do you keep looking at it? It's not going anywhere until it gets fixed. So stop looking at it. It's like working a job looking at the clock and you're like, man, that clock not moving. It's not moving with you looking at it. <laughs> you sitting there going, man, it was 12 o'clock 20 minutes ago. Because you're sitting there staring at the clock. One minute is eternity when you're staring at the clock. <laughs> it's like, stop looking. Amen. You don't understand, this is a big situation. I get it, stop looking at it. Step back away from it so you can see around it and see everything else that's right. Because when you're too close to it, it's just right here. Mm -hmm. This is my problem, this is my problem, this is my, but when you step back, you see the problem still, but you start to see everything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're too close. Amen. It's a good word, I don't care what you say. Amen, saying. amen. You're too close, you gotta step back. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm -hmm. These things, they're not lasting forever, but man, don't look at what you can't, don't look at what you cannot see. You can't see God, but you know he's there. You, 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 you can't see the Holy Spirit, but you know he's there. You, you can't see Jesus, but you know he exists. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. So it, it's don't look at the things that are going to pass away. And let me tell you something about problems. And let me tell you something about troubles. Here's the beauty of it. They don't last always. Yeah. You know what's the beauty of storms? You know it's going to end soon. Mm -hmm. your, your trouble in your life is going to end soon, too. It is. Amen. You ever seen a really hard storm and you're like, man, this is bad. And then what? 15, 20 minutes later? It's over. Now, there may be some trees down and power lines might be down. But the storm is over. Amen. Step back, man. Stop crying so much. Step back. I, I know it. I know it's bothering you. I know. You're too close. Staring at it too close. Too, it's, it's in your face too much. Go to the next one. First Peter 5. Ooh, let me get done. You guys all right? Okay. In, the, in the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. Listen, it's like you people who are younger, would you please listen to somebody? Amen. Amen. It's giving, giving young advice is hard nowadays because they only listen to the internet and it's like man it's when you when, let me tell you the trouble ages when you when you're like from like 14 to like 37 because <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens chris i'm gonna tell you tell you what happens we, 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 the world just influences us too much. And so we believe, and we're, and we're impatient because you're young. And we believe that this is the kind of life that we want to live, and we, 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 we keep ourselves in, in constant turmoil because we're not living it. And it's like, man, we, 
when, it's amazing. This is the beauty of getting older. You don't care no more. Amen. I, don't, I ain't trying to please nobody. I'm not trying to impress nobody. Mm -hmm. I'm not, man, I'm at the gym with these little young dudes, and they're like, Yo, okay, you're set. Take that off. I'm not lifting that. <laughs> they're like, but you're strong. No, I'm not. I'm not strong like you, or maybe I'm just smarter. Amen. I'm not getting under all that weight, dude. Take that off of there. Mm -hmm. I ain't trying to impress you. But when you're young, oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to impress by the car you drive. You want to impress by the clothes you wear. You want to impress by the, the, the way your hair is. You want to impress by the way your body. You want to be able to impress by what you have. You want to be able to impress by the career you obtain. And let me tell you something. All that causes so much stress. So much stress. We just, we just get so caught. When you're younger, man, you get caught up in all, and you step back away from it. It's really just all earthly junk. That people outside of you have told you this is how life should be, and your life don't measure up, so you're stressed out about it. Mm -hmm. That's really good. That should be on television, right? <laughs> you're so stressed out because at this point in life, I should, have, I should be married. I should have kids. I should have this house in the suburbs. Who says? Exactly. Well, society. Mm -hmm. You ever meet a young woman and they get so tired because this is what people do. Oh, you're not married? You should be married. Yeah. Who says? Yeah. Oh, I know society says that. Yeah. Who says? And sometimes, I'm going to be honest, man, sometimes you be looking at your kids, you just stare at them. <laughs> man, that was a good idea at the time. I don't, I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love my kids. I love my kids to death. I mean, I, I mean, that's not the problem. I'm just being honest. It's like sometimes you just be like, that was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Who says? Don't give in to societal pressures, people who are younger. 14, 13, 14, 37. <laughs> Stressed out. Your prime years of your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when you get in your 50s and your prime is over. <laughs> but you get so carefree. I don't give a crap. <laughs> you don't care what people think. If you don't want to go somewhere, you don't go. Amen. You know, and you, remember how you used to feel about it? Oh, man, maybe I should go. No, I'd be like, no, I ain't going. <laughs> You're going to be mad at me. I don't care. I'm 59. <laughs> it's like I'm not trying to impress anymore. Come on. You lose that stuff. It's like you younger listen to people who have lived more life than you have. Mm -hmm. Don't you want to grab little teenagers and go, you think you know? Mm -hmm. You don't know. You act like I wasn't a teenager at some point. Oh, you got to listen. I'm sorry. I spent too much time on that. Come on. All of you clothe yourselves with humility this toward one another. You gotta humble yourself, Chris. They, younger people have to humble yourself. See, that's the problem. You, you're not humble. You're building. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. See, you, you're building this life because of pride. It's just pride. And it's like, man, you gotta humble yourself. You're good because God says you're good. You're good because people love you. You're good because your family loves you. You're good because you're in good standing with the Lord. You gotta step back away from, you're not good because of what you have and what you don't have. And 
You're not good because your, your life isn't picture perfect like on some painting when people look at your life and go, oh, your kids are so great and oh, they're going to college and oh, they're in sports and all that. I don't care about any of that. Mm-hmm. Care about none of that. None of it. And I love when parents come to me going, oh, my, my, my kids in dance and we travel and we got to go to Indiana and all oh, my son's in sports and every weekend you're gone. That's a horrible life. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Your son ain't going pro. <laughs> and your daughter is not going to be dancing in some opera in New York. Amen. Hate to bust your bubble. I mean, I've seen them. I've seen them. They're not that talented. <laughs> so what is it? Well, you feel better. Society says this is what you. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And it adds all the stress. Yep. Because you got to pay for it. <laughs> Every weekend you're traveling somewhere, every Thursday night, if you get home from school and you got to go to rehearsals and all, and, and it's like, I'm not saying don't do it, but what I'm saying is why you're doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> God opposes the proud, but he shows favor to people who are humble enough to listen to people who have more life than they have. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Come on. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up and in see, due time. If you humble yourself in God's hands, he will lift you anyway. Hallelujah. He will exalt you in due time. And when it's time, he will lift you up anyway. You, you don't Lord. have to lift yourself up. Amen. From world standards and world things that you get into, you don't have to lift yourself that way. God will lift you up. Hallelujah. In due season. Everybody say amen better than that one. It's like he's got a life that he's planned for you. He will get you to that life if you do what? Humble yourself and you kill your life that you want to have. Mm-hmm. Just kill it. Mm-hmm. And allow the Lord to come. Take it. People say, I like it. Jesus is not your co-pilot. No. He's your pilot. Amen. So, so can you take your hands off the wheel? You ever seen that? You ever seen the new cars now? You can take your hand off. I'd be nervous, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be ready to grab it at any moment. But it's like, man, when it comes to the things of God, take your hand off of it. Amen. Just, just let it go wherever it's going to go, man. Just, it's kind of like just riding away. Where God, wherever you take me. God, whatever it's going to be. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Chris, come on, where are we at? Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Says, listen, cast all your anxiety. Know what I thought about when I read this? Casting all your anxiety on God. You ever seen a garbage guy pick up your trash? Mm-hmm. He don't place it. He casts it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They grab your junk and sling it and they throw your can. Yep. Don't they? It's yep. like they spend no extra motion. It's literally just a grab and cast. Yep. Cast means to throw it. Mm-hmm. Throw your things onto God. Because one, his shoulders are big enough. Everybody say amen. Amen. He's not scared. He already knows anyway. Yep. And what you're really doing is you're saying, I, it doesn't mean my problem goes away. It just means I change my emotional state about it. Hallelujah. I'm going to take my problem and I'm going to go, man, Lord, you take this. Yes. I saw a guy, my neighbor, when I was standing in the door, transmission coming back. He took my neighbor's can, threw it in the truck. The whole can, just, just blam. Then he grabbed the can and threw it out. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'd be doing the same thing. 
garbage after garbage. Just yep. trash, especially in the summer, it's all steaming hot, but man, the winter's gotta be bad too. Yeah. I'll be throwing your junk all over the place, I would. <laughs> I'll be casting it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm casting these troubles into this garbage truck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what the Lord wants us to do. I know it's bothering you, but cast it. See, see, you got to step back away from it. You got to cast it. You got to throw it. It's like, man, okay, it's bothering me. Man, you don't understand. This is on my mind. Oh, this, this is just not right. I know. Step back away from it and throw it. So you can emotionally clear yourself out. So you can see. A lot of times we step back away from it. We figure it out. Mm-hmm. Casting all your anxiety on him because he what? He cares Kings. about us, man. I know God's busy. <laughs> He's busy kind of running the universe, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's busy kind of making sure the world, is, the, the, the solar system is still in. He's busy trying to make sure the sun is going up. and No, he's not. Because when he spoke all that into existence, it's never stopped. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So God's got all the time in the world. He's got all the time in the world to hear about your stuff. Mm -hmm. And you think, man, I don't want to trouble nobody with it. Trouble God with it. He don't care. Amen. He's got all the time in the world. God, I'm going to tell you a secret, guys. God is sit, sit, when it said he sat down and rested, he never got up. Amen. Amen. He put everything in place that we will need. So you're saying, Kenny, God doesn't move? Of course he moves, but he got the Holy Spirit for that. Yep. What, what are you saying, Kenny? You know, God doesn't understand how we feel? Yay, then we sent Jesus there for that. Mm -hmm. The Father himself, he's got all the time in the world. He says a year to you is like 10,000 years to me. I got all the time in the world. What's going on? Amen. And the crazy thing about God when he asks you what's going on, he already knows. The mm -hmm. Bible says he knows what you have need of before you even pray it. Mm -hmm. So what is he doing? He just wants you to believe it too. Amen. He wants to communicate with you. He wants, you, he wants to grow you in the, in the knowledge of him. He wants you to just say what your problem is, even though he already knows what your problem is, because he's trying to build your faith with your understanding of who he is. He's trying to make you stronger, more, more knowledgeable of the things of God. That's really what trouble is about. It's just, it's just there to make you more knowledgeable. It's there to build your faith a little bit more. It's, it's there to build your trust. Amen. It's there to, to, to boast you up so you can help somebody else. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I got 10 minutes. Chris, come on. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So it says, you know what? You got to cast it. And here's the thing. After you throw it, don't go back and get it. Because you're, the devil is around. And it switches gears, but no, it, it works in the same sentence. He goes, listen, you, those you have to humble yourself, you, you, you got to humble yourself and realize you can't do these things. And then you have to cast your cares, but then you got to guard yourself because the devil's going to always be right there going, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not going to get better. It's not going to work out. It's not going to happen. Amen. Amen. So you might get up the strength and the courage to say, okay, I'm humbling myself now, God, and I'm going to throw this thing on you. But man, so many of us cast it and we go back and get it. Yep. 
We throw it today, but tomorrow it's going to be back on my mind again. And it says the devil goes around like a roaring lion, seeing who he can. He's an opportunist. Mm -hmm. And he will kick you when you're down. Oh, yes. so, so here's the thing. When you cast it, you, he goes, oh, you, you, you think you're going to get that to God? No, you're not. I'm going to make it worse. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make your situation worse. I'm going to make your kid worse. I'm going to make your money less. I'm going to make that pain hurt, work, hurt worse. I'm going to make the doctor give you a worse report. So after you humble and you cast, you better guard. Yep. You better stay sober-minded. Only way you can be alert and sober-minded is if you step back away from it. Amen. Amen. Look at the bigger thing. And so when the Satan comes in and goes, no, nah, Ken, it ain't going to get better. I mean, man, shut up, dude. Look at the bigger picture of this thing. Amen. I can't even hear you. Amen. I can't hear you. It's just, it's, I'm, 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 I'm away from it now. You know what? I understand that you were going to come. I was expecting you to show up. <laughs> to try to just burst my bubble. Well, that's what you do. To try to just kick me in my stomach when I'm already on the ground. That's what you do. Be sober-minded. You guys have learned so much Bible. You got, a, you got plenty to fight with. Mm -hmm. Amen. Plenty. He goes around like a roaring lion, just roaring a lot, but he really can't hurt you unless you let him. Everybody say amen. Amen. Uh, come on. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same you kind of suffering. You got to resist him knowing this. You ain't the only one with problems. When you got a problem, you forget everybody got problems. Right. Everybody's got their violin that they can play at any moment. You want to hear my story? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you hear somebody else's story, it makes you feel better. <laughs> you go, man, my stuff is bad. You hear that story and you go, man, my stuff ain't that bad. <laughs> right. Amen. It's like, man, we know it's, it says to resist him. You got to resist when he comes to you and go, no, you think it's going to get better. It's not going to get better. No, you think that it's, it's okay now. It's not okay now. You have to resist him and you have to realize something. You ain't the only one with struggles, man. Maybe if you care about somebody else's struggle sometime, yours won't be as bad because you, you're kind of busy worrying about other people. That's why my problems, Amen. I go, man, I really don't have a lot of problems. I'm too busy with everybody else's problems. Mm -hmm. I don't even have time to think about my problems. I, I realized something the other day. I don't even pray for me other than, Lord, don't leave me. Amen. Don't give up on me. Lord, forgive me. Straighten me out. Help me. Don't, 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 don't turn your face from me. That's really my prayer for me. I'm too busy praying for everybody else. I'm just trusting God for me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Kenny, what about your problems? Well, I'm trusting God. Mm -hmm. I got no choice. I mean, just, you don't understand the pain that my family's in right now. And it's like, man, but man, we got no choice. This is, this is all that Bible, all this teaching and preaching. It's, that's nothing. This is what it's about right now. Amen. Step back away from it. Amen. Cast it. And then guard yourself. Chris, where are we at? Last one. Come on. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while. After you suffered just a little while. Mm-hmm. If you look back at it, your problems, it was just a little while. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, you might have a bad year. I've had, I had like a bad year, but now I look back on the grand scheme, it was just a little while. Mm -hmm. When you're in a minute, it seems like there's no end to this tunnel. Mm -hmm. But then when you see light and you get out of it, you look back at it a year later, you go, it was just a little while. Amen. That was like, man, that was only like three months I went through that. Mm -hmm. It's really, Amen. trouble don't last always, it just don't. Hallelujah, somebody. Storms just don't last for days. Well, in some parts of the world they might. But normally they don't. Chris? He will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. It says he will restore, he will restore you, meaning restore, put you, get you back on your feet, confirm you, saying, okay, we made it through that, you're good. Strengthen you, let me, let me muscle you up a little bit more because now you've been to the gym because you've actually went through something. And then he'll establish you yourself. You don't have to establish yourself. Fight the pull from the world because the world is causing a lot of our stress. Because the world is telling us what we should be and we should be listening to what God is saying what we should be. Yep. Proverbs 3 5, really quick, I got four minutes. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord completely. Don't depend on your own knowledge for everything. Man, I mean, come on, man. We, get, we, we decide so many things without talking to the Lord about it. Now, you don't need to talk to the Lord about your dinner. Lord, are we going to have chicken or fish? I mean, you know, I, I'm not talking about that. But I'm, what I am talking about is, man, a lot of, we make, think about how many decisions you make without talking to God first. This is the way, this is my approach. I have to always talk to my agent. Amen. Athletes who, got, who, who are, all they're doing, they're in tune with their bodies, they're in tune with their craft, whatever sport that they play, they have an agent who does all that. Mm -hmm. They don't have time to do that, and they don't have the knowledge to do that. They pay someone else to say, you are my mouthpiece. You decide, you, trust me, come to me, and we'll work through it. Man, I got all. I wish I could just say, you know what? I'm moving in February, guys. Tired of the cold. I'm out. Want to be warm. Sick of being cold all winter long. I'm too old. But I got an agent. Mm -hmm. He just don't let me do stuff like that. It's just, he. All, I'm always like, I'm gonna do this. I think. Hold on a second. Hey, let me talk to my agent. God, what do you think? Amen. We think God. I mean, I got so many thoughts in my head. I mean, it's so many things that I can do. And I'm like, man, I can do that. And I go to the Lord. Lord, what do you think? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <clears throat> you don't let me do nothing. You know? <laughs> Tired of you. You had your kid in the back room talking trash. Don't <laughs> 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 no, never let me. What? Nothing. <laughs> Done. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, guys. Don't just depend on what you understand. Because let me tell you a secret. You don't understand everything. Amen. Next verse, Chris. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And in every step you take, think about what he wants from you and ask him what you should do, and he will help you go the right way. Amen. He will literally help you get to where you belong. He'll help you get there, because that's his plan all along. He wants you to get to where you belong. But he hates when you waste time by doing what? Making bad decisions. Mm -hmm. See, because he's still going to get you there, but now he's got to fix your bad decision and put you back in line and get you back on your course. Mm -hmm. He's like, man, why you just didn't ask me? 
Save me some time. Save you some time. Let, just check with me before you start signing stuff, before you start doing things, before you start going here, going there, before you start making these decisions about your life, would you please check with me first? Amen. I know what I have for you. I got, I got only the best for you. I know, and I know your desires. So just let me help you get there. So you'll stop wasting time. It's a good word. We're almost done. Chris, come on. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. It says don't be wise in your own wisdom. Let me tell you something. You don't know everything. I know some people, some of you guys are know-it-alls. You don't know everything. Amen. I, 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 lately, I've been a master of, I don't know. Well, what do you think about this? I don't know. I don't have all the answers. We can pray about it, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't have the whole picture. I don't have the whole thing, how it looks. I'm not going to blurt something out. I don't know. I don't know. And then, we, and then we, I get looked at like, you're supposed to know. No, I'm not. I'm not God. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know everything, guys. You don't. That's why it says humble yourself and talk to people who have more life than you. They, they might know. Amen. Not because they're smarter. They've just been down here longer. They've already been through that. Hallelujah. I, I, I think people who are married and younger, they need to talk to people who've been married like 40 years and hear what they say yep. and hear mm-hmm. their struggles. Everybody say mm-hmm. amen to that. Amen. Hear how they survived. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Sit down and listen to them and they'll be like, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> remember that year I hit you in the head with that frying pan? You remember that? <laughs> you hit him in the head with a frying pan? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> and we still together. <laughs> Chris, one more, one more. <laughs> this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. If you do this, this will be like a refreshing drink of medicine for your body. It really, if you, if you just stop leaning on what you think you know so much, you will not be so sad so much about the way your life is going. And then when problems come up in your life, and some of them are self-made. Yes. See, some of it is just life, and life comes and life isn't fair. But some of it is we mess up. We make bad decisions. We put ourselves in the wrong spot. We, we didn't do what we were supposed to do. And then now we got a trouble, and now it's in our face, and we can't shake it. And then we go, God, you're supposed to get me out of this. And God, like, I didn't get you in that. You never asked me. Amen. You didn't check with your agent first. Amen. So now you got this problem that you want me to, for me to fix, and I'll fix it. But it's like, man, would you please stop getting us here? It's like the child who just keeps doing the same thing over and over. And you just like, would you, why do you keep doing that? Once, okay, twice, maybe. After that, you should have it by now. Why do you got to tell kids to brush their teeth every night? Hey, you brush teeth? No. How about I knock them out? Every night, dude. Like, you know the drill. Right, right, right. It's like, man, okay, you take a shower. Nah, not yet. It's 10 o'clock, my man. I mean, are we going to do this sometime tonight? Or? You know the drill. I mean, you know how this works. And I think, and I, and I don't get mad because I'm like, oh, God, I know that's how you do me. 
He's like, you know the drill. What are you talking about? Why are you doing that? What are you talking about? I can see God going. And I'm looking like my son looking. Well, you know, I Well, you know, I know I know I should, Can't look up, right? Come on, man. You know you're supposed to do this. I'm not going to keep telling you this every night. And Next day, did you do it? Nope. And I'm thinking, Lord, you do me the same way. I can see God going, Kenny, what are you doing? Well, Lord, I mean, you, you know the drill. You know how this works. Life isn't hard. The Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. That means someone who hasn't made up their mind. It's not hard. If you really step back, life isn't that hard. We just make bad decisions. We rush things. We have expectations that aren't good. And then we, life becomes hard because of how we feel about it. It's not that hard. We got kids scared to get out their parents' house. They're scared of life. They're scared of what's out there. And I, 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 they go to, they'll, they'll stay in the house till they're 30-some years old. <laughs> scared, to get, scared to go out into the world. But you know what's really bothering them? They believe that this life that they have now, that the life that you provided for them, they should have that kind of life. And they know that right now I can't get it, so I'm going to stay with you. I hate telling the truth so much. See, because it's pressure, because they go, man, I like the way I live. I live in a nice house in a nice suburb or whatever. And it's like, if I get out on my own, I'm not going to have this. So I'm going to just hang here. And I'm thinking, man, well, we didn't always have no life like that. And sometimes you got to persevere. Sometimes you got to fight. And sometimes you got to struggle. But that's what makes you. So what am I saying? I'm like, man, take a breath, step back away from it, cast it, then guard your heart. You gonna be okay? It's, it's really not that bad, it's, it's really not that bad. Hebrews 13, don't turn it. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with all, what you have for he has said, I will never leave nor forsake. And I'm like, wait a minute. I will never leave nor forsake. What does it got to do with the first part? Keep your life free from the love of money and from the love of the life that you think money will give you. And be content with what you have. Be okay where you're at. It said, then he goes, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Why did he say that? Because if you have the love of money, if you have the love for this life, you think God's not looking out for you. You think that he's left you. And he's going, I haven't left you. I promise you, I'll never leave you. But see, the problem is, you're not thinking right. See, see you, you didn't keep yourself from the love of this life, man. This, this, the life that you think, 
society has told you this is how life should be, and you love it, and you believe it. And he said, man, you got to keep yourself from that. You got to be okay where you are, and trust me, I'm never going to leave you nor forsake you. Because when you don't keep yourself like that, you, we tend to go, God isn't with me. He's not looking out for me. He's not blessing me. And God's like, I'm right here. I'm right here. Verse 6 says, so we can confidently, confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what any man can do to me. The Lord is my help. 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 Your boss ain't your, the Lord is my help. Your job ain't my, the Lord is my help. Let me tell you something. Your family, my, the Lord is my help. Come on, huh? Trying to uplift you a bit. I know you guys got stuff going on. I'm not trying to make light of it, but I am saying this. Is it really that bad? I mean, on the grand scale, yes, yeah, bad, but I mean, on the bigger picture, is it really that bad? Is it really that bad? On the big scale of things, is it, is it really bad? I sent Julian to summer school because, you know, I want him to get a little head start on his math. And he's like, oh, that is horrible. You and mom taking my summer away. And, and summer away, dude, it's, 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 it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for two and a half hours. Is it really that bad? Yes. Okay, how about this? You go to math next year and you don't get it. And you're struggling. You got to look at it from a bigger perspective, dude. Is it really that bad? I mean, I, I know it. I mean, it's inconvenient. But, it's, I mean, but man, you go from 9 o'clock to noon, and then it's like you got all day. And it's only for three weeks. Is it really that bad? I mean, step back away from it, people. Life isn't that hard. It's not that hard. If we can continue to make good decisions, seek the Lord, Acknowledge him in all our ways, and we can control our love for things that's not him. It's, it's, it, it gets easier. And then when you get 50, you start going, I don't care. Amen. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I remember, I'm done. I remember we were at the hospital with Marilyn. And Marilyn had to, they wanted Marilyn to get up and do something. And Marilyn, her gown was open. And then Marilyn jumps up, and, and Kim's like, oh, your gown's open. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> Marilyn's walking down the hall, gown open. <laughs> Booty everywhere, man. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, at this point, do I really care? I'm at, I'm at the beach.